I, 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 it's a, it's a good Saturday morning rainbow radio here. This is Craig a little behind the, a little, uh, below slow on the schedule today. Um, still, I still have a bit of a curve with this, uh, uh, well, we won't go there. Anyway, I'm happy to be here. It's a beautiful day in Laguna Beach. It was 64 degrees on the way in. And the weather, which I always like to give at the top of the hour, almost the top of the hour, is supposed to be 70 degrees today, partly cloudy, high around 70 degrees. <laughs> Winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. But so that's today. So tomorrow, uh, Saturday, well, tonight, 62. It's going to get down to. But let's start with Sunday next week. Sunday through Sunday is uh I'll just run through them real quick. Partly cloudy, partly cloudy, partly cloudy, partly cloudy, partly cloudy through Thursday, Friday, it's sunny, Saturday, it's sunny, and Sunday, it's sunny. I am really happy to hear that because you know what's going on on those three sunny days. It's a beautiful rainbow day in the city. It is Laguna Beach Pride on the promenade where we celebrate all what Laguna Beach is about from its fabulous merchants to its nightclubs and food culinary experiences all that stuff above we have the support of the city council the um the city of laguna beach and um the chamber of commerce and visit laguna for this big event it's time to wear your rainbow uh, colors and come down to the promenade and just mix and mingle and enjoy the afternoon we ha do have some um the kxfm we will be there kxfm i should do my my radio kxfm 104.7 will be there on the promenade yes we will and uh i'm just so looking forward to it we're going to have some uh play some good um upbeat music as that uh kxfm knows what that is all about because they're experts in that field and that is this coming week it's a week from today that at noon it starts and goes until the till evening but the big thing is friday next friday uh, is a welcome party at Harley's. They've generously donated um, appetizers and they have some drink specials for purchase. Or I think they, they said they had eight different varieties. I thought, wow, that's a lot. I would have been happy with one or two, maybe three, but eight. So we should, uh, we should be pleased. So that's Friday evening and a uh, few guests, special guests might be there to spice it up a little bit. I can't give too much detail on that but that's friday and then saturday it's all day on the promenade but um saturday morning you know uh paddleboard go to the beach and then sunday sunday we've um third year in a row we've done uh drag brunch bingo at the royal hawaiian and there are only like six only like 30 seats available and it's almost sold out. So if you are thinking about going, you need to call the Royal Hawaiian directly. That's the only way you can get a reservation because uh, they have to sort it out and be very careful about, uh, you know, getting everyone uh, a, a seat because uh, the configuration of the furniture and the hours and such. So uh, yes, uh, they're very close to being sold out. So uh, being that there's only a week left, best give them a call at the Royal Hawaiian. I don't have their phone number handy, but I'm sure it's available on the internet. Um, so that is Sunday and that's from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it's a, a special Sunday brunch menu. There's uh, bingo boys passing out bingo cards and, and lovely and Dora will be calling the bingo 
numbers and there are some great prizes to win too there's a couple a night stay at um the hilton in newport beach there's a spagatini has given uh, 500 worth of gift cards for dinner at spagatini's which is uh in la but it's i mean it's worth the trip <laughs> and there's a bunch of other uh great prizes too that are all part of the uh, uh sunday bingo yeah so um you know you can Go win a few prizes. Uh, there's a $5 donation for the bingo cards, three uh, three bingo cards for $5. And I don't know, that's it. It's just a, a raucous amount of fun. And um, it's a great way to cap the weekend, you know. So then it's over at two. Then you run to the beach for three hours by five, get a nice glow. And uh, you've had a great weekend all wrapped into one. So that's the dealio. Um <laughs> I, I, for, I got so excited about the weather and and what's happening with Laguna Beach Pride. I, I want to mention, not to forget today, today is really a big deal. We have uh, Saturday, June 19th from noon to 4 p.m. Unless you live under a rock, you're not aware of this. It's a free music festival. It starts at Main Beach. And it's... Um, Last weekend, I had uh, Harry Huggins and Bill Atkins on the program, and we talked about it quite a bit, but I'm going to remind everyone that it is today, and it is at noon, and I, I talked to Bill earlier this week, and he's going, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm busy 24 hours. <laughs> he says, I'm busy 24-7. I said, okay, Bill. <laughs> I, don't, I believe him. He's uh, so dedicated to this and has worked so hard for it. Uh, there's a lot of wonderful sponsors for the event. There's a, just to give you an idea what it's about. So you're, you're wondering, what's this music thing about? Yeah, what's this music thing? Well, the sister cities, which are some are in, I believe, well, and there's some in Mexico. They're all over. It's not just one city, but they're in multiple countries. And so part of it is to represent music from and cultures from all these countries and, and celebrate music in the process. So there's a lot of wonderful sponsors uh, for the event. There's about, starts at, at noon, like I said, today, today, <laughs> and it's supposed to clear off today. I know, I know we're having a, we're spoiled rotten here in Lagoon Beach. It's, it was 64 degrees coming in this morning, about 8.30. And uh, it's only going to get up to about 70, which is just perfect. It's a perfect walk around the city day, enjoy the afternoon, listen to the music. There's about 30 different locate or 30 different um, entertainment groups or singers, whatever it, whatever you want to categorize them on as, and th they start at Main Beach, but I know there's some in the Hip District, which is south, further south in Laguna Beach, not south of Laguna Beach, but further south in Laguna Beach, near near Mountain uh, is a Hip District, and there's, I know there's entertainment there, but there's entertainment all throughout the city, from the Promenade to Ocean Avenue to Main Beach, and uh, if you go down to Main Beach, though, first, you can probably find out where all the music is scheduled. There's jazz. I, there's some great jazz singers. There's this one uh, I, I actually heard. And then there's all there's bluegrass. There's folk. There's, uh, I suppose, rock. I don't know about country. Oh, I do see some country. Yeah. So there's a little bit of everything. And um, find the music you like. And if you want to stick around there, listen to them all afternoon or, or uh, attend the banquet of music and sample every bit that's out there it's a great afternoon i could probably see a glass of white wine late in the afternoon 
on the patio outside of Brussels or somewhere down there on the promenade would probably go nicely. But don't wear yourself out on this weekend because there's next weekend. Oh, my gosh. Are we waking up here in Laguna Beach? I think so. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsor, Mike Johnson. We love you, Mike, for being a, a, a firm, a strong supporter of Laguna Beach Pride and KXFM Radio, and particularly a Rainbow Radio. Uh, if you, I've had some people say, where do you get flags? We still have a bunch of flags. We have tabletop flags. We've got um, eight or five three by five foot big flags that you can hang in your doorway. Like on, if you drive past KXFM right now, there's a beautiful rainbow flag hanging off our sign, uh, three by five, right on PCH. So if you did want a flag and you, you didn't get one, all you have to do is let me know. And you can go, uh, you can send a message to uh, Craig at LagunaBeachPride.org. Craig at LagunaBeachPride.org. And I will be sure to see, and if, even if it's for a residence, doesn't need to be for business. We want, we want to see as many flags as we can for this coming weekend uh, in every, every way. And the flag, I, let's just say a mention about the flag. Our attitude with it is that it's a flag of diversity. It is a flag that says uh, we're all about diversity and the, and the colors of the rainbow in the flag represent the colors of the, cultures of the world and the differences of uh, the difference of those cultures and your national origin, all those things, mix them all up. <laughs> and uh, the acceptance of diversity. Diversity is a powerful thing. Just, just ask uh, Richard Florida, who wrote a book about it. Anyway, uh, I digress, as I often do. <laughs> so I'm um, that's the deal real quick. And I got some more. I, we, we, we will have more information. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I get so excited. Laguna Beach Pride also in, you might want to mark your calendar, uh, in uh, on the 10th of uh, June, we're going to have a Paddle Pride picnic. And it's going to um, include, well, it's going to be at Heisler Park. And it's about five o'clock. Uh, if you have a, a paddleboard and you want to go out paddling, they're going to have an organized paddleboard event for about an hour. If you don't have a paddleboard, you need you can rent one, and we have an arrangement with a local paddleboard company. All that information will be on Laguna Beach Pride. I'm just kind of mentioning it because it's it sounds like something really fun. And if you don't want a paddleboard, you can do the you can stay at the beach, and we're going to have a, a bunch of games in Heisler Park. We got the place uh, uh, identified where we're going to do it. And so it should be a wonderful afternoon on a Saturday to um, paddle with pride. Uh, that is in uh, July and um, have a picnic and watch the sunset. Again, another little glass of wine, maybe. I don't know. I see a pattern here. Uh oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, that's I, I get excited about because we just kind of finalized the plans on that we saw, and there is a very generous local paddleboard company that I uh, will have more details. I don't want to mess it up right now, but again, more details on Laguna Beach Pride. And if you want to keep up on what's going on in Laguna Beach Pride, you can always go to the website, lagunabeachpride.org, and you can uh, leave your email, and we'll make sure that you get all our messages uh, about what's going on in Iguana Laguna Beach. The lovely, the only 
the world famous Laguna Beach. I forget how world famous we are. So having having that's that's a good thing. Now, um, what time is it? Let's see. We're going to uh, take a short music break, and I'm going to come back with um, what's that song? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to come back with on on this day in history, and then we have lots of news to cover. So that'll that'll be a good thing, right? Here we go. Oh, I never get tired of that song. Earth, wind, and fire. That's the way of the world. Sometimes we have to um, reflect on that. That's the way of the world, you know? Speaking of the way of the world, I had a little segue into into, into international news on the LGBTQ uh, hotline. Uh, let's start off with this. Um, I find this... I found this interesting because it involves uh, a comment or a statement or a book <laughs> that a celebrity wrote called Morgan Freeman. And I'll tell you what he said, but it, this is the story that leads me to that. It says a number of homophobic posters have appeared in the Waterford uh, recently, sparking anger with angry with Irish LBGT communities. The posters, which were first spotted at the start of the week, display the words straight pride and feature photo of a heterosexual married couple. The caption also reads, it's natural. It's worked for thousands of years and you can make babies. Okay. <laughs> it's the third time in a week that the city has been dogged by public displays of homophobia. Uh, over the weekend, LGBT pride flags, which were erected to celebrate pride month were cut down and burned by the city City Hall LGBT campaigner Debbie O'Rourke said the first reaction was just shock. Like, what is this? And then it was like more like, like, where are they? <laughs> so, you know, I it's I it's trying it's it, I think it's trying to be, I think it is homophobic. Uh, and so that made reminded me of a statement that um that I kind of like uh by um Morgan Freeman. Now there's a nasty word in there, so I can't say it, but you have to use your imagination. Morgan said, I hate the word homophobia. Homophobia. I hate the word homophobia. It's not a phobia. You're not scared. You're an A something O-L-E. Morgan Freeman <laughs> says. So that's his that's his opinion on it. Anyway, love you, Morgan. I do. I do think that there's there's something to that. I mean, um, why should you be afraid? Afraid of of what? You know. I mean, uh, it's nature. It's been around for all recorded history. So I'm unanimous in that. Hey, see, the phone just rang. In my next music break, maybe you can call back, and I'll have a, I'll be able to uh, answer it. I'm. Uh, uh, when I take a break here. Okay. Uh, another interesting item in Guyana, which I, um, I, I find it very interesting because so much, it seems like so much is going on there. And I do know that there's some listeners there because I can track it on the international uh, list of uh, visitors on our trafficking. I don't know how to say it, trafficking, but we, we can identify it. So in Guyana, the Guyanese, uh, Guyanese, Government has introduced a bill to repeal its distinct, a defunct criminal ban on cross-dressing. How about that? Now, this is good news. 
uh, the news reports. The law had previously been struck down by the Caribbean Court of Justice in 2018. The government bill was introduced at the first reading on June 10th, 10, 2021, and passes through the National Assembly before becoming law. Until November 2018, the cross-dressing was criminalized. You guys couldn't wear dresses. Or girls couldn't wear jeans, I guess. Uh, um, under the Summary Jurisdiction Offenses Act, Section 153, which condemns anyone who, being a man in any public way or any public place, for any improper purpose, has to be improper purpose, appears in feminine attire or being a woman in any public place or public uh, way or any improper purpose appears in male attire. The fine was uh, seven to 10,000 guineas dollars, approximately $33 to $48. Well, so there's progress. They're repealing it. You can now wear a dress in Guyana and you won't have to go to jail. How about that? So um, now next, this this item came to me because I um, I know the movie was Enigma was um, was it Enigma? Oh, the Enigma machine. But the movie was uh, the Imitation Game with Cumberbum. Cumberbum was the in it. Um, anyway. I'm going to read what was, and I, I, there's a statue put up in, in uh, this guy's honor. This, uh, it, it'll, it'll make sense here. I'll just, <laughs> if you really want to know the true power of hate, just remember that Alan Turing, the breaker of the Enigma Code in World War II, was driven to suicide or was murdered, it wasn't known for sure, by being forced to undergo chemical castration as punishment for his homosexuality. This was our country. Historians say he saved 14 to 21 million lives. But he wasn't good enough in other ways. That <laughs> I also like to say, in a time when we studied World War II in school, the history books, textbooks never mentioned him. I had never heard of him until I watched The Imitation Game, which... 110% recommend for you to watch if you haven't. Alan Turing was blessed to humanity who saved once again 14 to 21 million lives as he left out as as he is left out of history because he was gay and autistic. And ju this just is just one example. So many brilliant and historic people are left out of history because of their race their gender, their sexuality, their religion. And it isn't just because some bigots in positions of influence get to decide, oh, and it's because, uh, get to decide what parts of history are remembered. Um, you know, Native Americans is another part of history that uh, and I would have loved to know the truth about, but I suppose in the 60s when I was in grammar school, <laughs> You're probably considered a communist to say stuff like that. I don't know. Times have changed, but I think it's time to really embrace history for what it is and what, what we know about it and what we know to be true and, and who has made the good contributions and negative contributions so we understand the full picture. Um, to go on, 
Uh, the man, uh, uh, Alan Turing, has had a profound effect on the world. It's estimated he shortened the war by two years, saved countless lives, and was the father of the modern of modern computing. Without him, the world would have been very different, a very dark place. And uh, this, I'm reading it, this person that wrote it was Samuel Grayson. I should give him credit on June, on June 2nd. It's an older one, but they... They show a statue of him with a rainbow flag on it. It makes me want to cry. Um, and it's not just gay. It's it's many, many cultures, many races, many ethnicities. Now, this prompted me to do a little research on Nikola Tesla because I have followed him. And he's another person that's been left out of history um, until... Until someone decided to name a car company after him for all his brilliance and what he contributed to uh, electricity. We all learned about Thomas Edison and how he invented the light bulb and, you know, and uh, Benj so Benjamin Franklin discovered electricity. Well, uh, I'll go with Benjamin Franklin, but uh, Thomas Edison was a huckster uh, and a brilliant mind. And he brought a lot of good things to uh, market that probably would have not gotten there. In, but he also took advantage, uh, history has shown, of some brilliant minds in the process. And, and uh, Nikola Tesla was one of them. Um, everything that's about him, Nikola had a, a male companion uh, and never married, Was had a close relationship with J.P. Morgan's daughter who was a lesbian and they had uh and jp morgan financed um a lot of his early the early development what nikola tesla discovered made a lot of he made a lot of uh patents some of them were mechanical patents for for um or pumping mechanisms which i i, I, I just leave it at that it's it's very mechanical works very well and it's based on science with fairly very few moving parts. And uh, it's kind of like the wind turbine without the blades. This is the best way to describe it, it but it pumps water. Okay. <laughs> but what he felt, what uh, in history is said, is that he felt that electricity should be fair for everyone to have. It should be shared. It should be something that is uh, for the common uh, good of mankind. And um, so he found that there are harmonic wavelengths. Uh, I don't know if you've, I, maybe you did it in high school, but we'd have, a, you'd have a tuning fork to tune a piano. And if you tapped it, it would vibrate and leave, make a sound at a certain frequency. And the frequency created the sound as it went back and forth. If you had another tuning fork identical to it, it would pick up that frequency sound and it would also start vibrating and make sounds. So there's a transference through the air of those cycles to another device from one cycle to the next. Well, Nikola Tesla thought the earth has its own frequency. It has an electromagnetic frequency and it's very powerful. That's why we have gravity. That's why we have the North pole and the South pole that if you could create a device that has the same harmonic value as the earth, albeit, although be at much smaller than the earth, 
that you could share the energy from the earth into that device and create electricity and have it for everyone. And that's what he started to build and had the funding from J.P. Morgan, his tower, as he called it. And it was sparkling and making noise, but he was probably another 90 days from completion before it actually worked. And uh, the story goes, and it's um, that J.P. Morgan, who was a financier and was all about bank, banking industry, uh, realized that the guy was going to give it away. And you, you can't put a meter on giving it away. Uh, and, and it's not a profitable capitalist um, model. And it's not necessarily what he felt was the right thing to do uh, for capitalism. Because capitalism can be a scary thing. I believe in it, but unbridled, it's not so great. Uh, I feel. Um, but that's just me. So he withdrew all the funding. Well, there's these letters and communication and documentation where Nikola Tesla literally, sadly, pathetically pleading to get the money, the funding, so he could finish this project that came so close to being complete. And um, nope, it just wasn't going to happen. And to hear see those, and unfortunately, Nikolai, according to what I have read, and I believe it's... Uh, fairly written and not sensationalized was, you know, a bit, he was a slender man, uh, probably someone you would identify as non-heterosexual. And for that, uh, you know, he was, um, I don't know, I, he suffered, I think, from what the history I, I read about. Uh, I don't want, see, my problem is I don't want to make it sound like I know everything and I, I, I'm making this assumption. I, I read everything I could find about it because I, I do believe that it's so wonderful that his name now is getting the recognition. And like Alan Turing, uh, these are both great, brilliant minds. They happen to be gay, but they could be any other minority that has been dismissed. Uh, uh, and they des are deserving of recognition, you know? So, um, that's my message this morning. Uh, let's embrace history. Let's let's pull pull the bandaid off if there is one in, in on our history. I, I you know I, I look back to my high my high school and grammar school days, and, and so much of it was sanitized. And um, <laughs> a few years ago, there was a new program called uh, Drunk History, and what they <laughs> It was kind of fun because it was like if you were at a party and your friends started telling you, oh, well, they did this and they did that. And there was a little alcohol involved. It was very free of comp with commentary and and you get a whole different perspective. on. It. Not that it's right. Some of it was tongue in cheek and some of it was clever. And, and but it it made the history that they were talking about seem more real or being uh, uh, characterized. Um, I guess in a more real manner, not sanitized and made to sound um, sterile. Anyway, I think I beat that horse to death. Okay, I'm sorry. But anyway, it's important when someone does something nice, whether it's your neighbor mowing your lawn or they try to save humanity, it's the same thing. Share some love, share some, share a smile, 
pat on the back, you know, I don't, I, I have to say, uh, I, uh, I've been a bit addicted with COVID to some YouTube and I'll, I'll find myself watching a video of someone, some guy mowing the neighbor's lawn uh, who has stage four cancer. And I, it's gotta be for real. I mean, it's just, there's not a lot of viewers and I'm just like, Oh my God. But um, yeah. So do something nice every day, give back every day, do something really good for the world. All right. We're going to, on that note, we're going to take another little music break and we'll be back on the, Oh, just remember in two hours and 10 minutes, it's music all over Laguna beach. Uh, you know, it music is one of the most wonderful things in the world. It, it doesn't cost money um, to hear it. Uh, it, it, it's good for your psyche. Uh, you don't get fat. It's not cancer causing. <laughs> it has a lot of wonderful things. And, and it's, to me, it's also an index to one's life. Uh, if a particular song, how many times, Oh, I remember that song. Yeah. I was, um, I was on my second date with my first husband. <laughs> Not always good memories, but it, it, it is an index to a lot of memories one may have. And it, it, it uh, it's just a wonderful thing to have music in your life. I can't imagine uh, the world without it. Um, and I think for me, uh, as a child growing up, my mother always had the stereo blasting, the Motorola stereo. And she'd go out in the garden, she'd turn it up in the house as loud as it would go and be in her garden and listen to music for hours most mornings when the weather was nice. So, uh, And no matter how bad the day got, she always cut flowers and had music. And it's a simple, easy thing to make the world a better place <laughs> for your own little world. So. That's Cooley's little message today. Flowers and music, you can't go wrong. Ruben Flores would agree with me, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and trees. Gotta have trees, lots of trees. Okay. This is, um, you know, there's, I, I myself have to admit, I did not really realize just how much uh, of a, I don't know, a, an entity, the um, transgender Oh, the transgender issues and the transgender stuff that's going on uh, is about us and about our world. I just, I just, I thought it was a rarity, but I'm realizing more and more, like perhaps a lot of people think about gays, that they don't know any, but they didn't realize they know probably 10 or 15. It's just been a well-kept secret. And I think the thing, same thing can be said for transgender. It's been a well-kept secret. Now it's coming in to shed some light. And, and, and with that, there's a lot of a lot of angst and um, you know, what's happening in the United States, there are more laws coming into effect now that are anti-trans laws essentially uh, than you would ever have imagined would have happened. And it, and it is going on and it's a process. But so that brings me to the news. Someone uh, uh, in, in the Washington post, uh, the title reads, I am gay, Christian, pediatrician, and have no doubt Jesus would reject anti-trans laws. So uh, what, what would Jesus do? This slogan has been used by Christians for decades, serving as a reminder to act in a way Jesus did and would today by showing love, mercy, compassion, and kindness. When I was a child, this phrase was meaningful to me as I struggled to reconcile my Christianity with my sexuality. 
I tried to pray the gay away while taking comfort in the knowledge that Jesus would love me as I was. I attended church faithfully and read the Bible that refers to homosexuality as an abomination, Leviticus 18.22, a sin, a condemnation to hell. Excuse me, I get choked up. Only a few biblical verses refer to same-sex attraction and behavior. For instance, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19 and the justification for its destruction in Jude 7. Jude 7. But none of these reflect how we understand sexuality today, a misrepresentation that has led to faith-based based defenses of homophobia and transphobia. The result, the recent increase in anti-transgender legislation is troubling for me as a Christian, cisgender, gay man, and pediatrician who provides gender-affirming care to adolescents. According to Human Rights Campaign, as of March 13th, a record 82, 82 anti-transgender bills have been uh, introduced in state legislature sessions this year. One such bill, which was signed into law April 6th and takes effect in July, makes Arkansas the first state to ban physicians from providing gender-affirming health care to transgender youth under the age of 18. On that, I will have a glass of wine. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's uh, it's the new... It's a new phenomenon, and it's um, and it's kind of uh, unfortunate. Um, I mean, what does it matter? It's your body, it's your life. And uh, what someone says, who was it? Was let the gay couple down the street get married? Who cares? You know, it should be let the transgender the be who they feel they they need to be, and what's uh, important in their life. Who, what's to care? You know. <laughs> so on that note. I, I'm going to make a graceful exit here in my, uh, with a song.